so excited to be back for the last of the trilogy of episodes we were releasing for our initial foray into the podcast world. And I find myself here with the love of my life, Crystal. Say hello, Crystal. Hello, Crystal. That's amazing vaudeville shtick right there. <laughs> uh, I appreciate you being here with me today. How do you think we've been doing in the first couple episodes? I think we've been doing pretty well. We've really, uh, I think everyone is coming into their own as their character, which I really appreciate. I am impressed by the number of accents at the table, especially our handsome GM. Uh, but it, it bums me out a little bit that I didn't choose one. Maybe at some point, Barb will just uh, carry like a Russian accent. Right, or have an unhappy accident and her twin sister Arb <laughs> comes in, but she was raised in a distant, far-off Slavic land. That, that'll work. My sister, she's dead. <laughs> oh, no, but luckily I am exact <laughs> copy of her. Uh-oh, you went Borat. But no, you. I think you're all doing an amazing job, Travis and Sierra, even though it's their first real foray into Pathfinder, they, they're really crushing it with their 5e skills you and woody also doing amazing of course paul as well it's i'm having fun behind the screen i'm hoping you all are having fun up there definitely i think the one downside is that sierra's reactions and her hand movements are not translated well into the audio medium which is unfortunate <laughs> for the listeners they they don't but to be fair I genuinely enjoy them. So at the very least, uh, we get to enjoy them uh, behind the the microphones, I guess. <laughs> um, we are excited all around, and we hope you enjoy. Enjoy. Welcome back to the third episode of the Final Crusade. We're excited to have you here. We're excited to have everyone on board. Heck, we're excited to uh, be talking about various things. Before we got on air, we were talking about the contentious ideas of witchcraft store is best. Of course, this is brought At first, to I thought you said witchcraft that's store. That's what I, I was like, oh. <laughs> that's a question for Sierra. Sarah, which is the best witches craft store? Let me tell you. <laughs> it better be Joanne's Fabrics. I'm just saying. I swear to God. I was going to go with Michael's, we'll be uh, honest. That's fair. I mean, you just did express their support. For all your support. witchcrafty needs. I mean, oh no and suddenly you're candles, trapping your dad sorry yeah, perhaps michael's doesn't want that endorsement sacrificial goats <laughs> that's fair but at, at the same time i think you probably should tell people out there why you support michael's in such a, a fervent way actually okay if we're really getting into craft stores i will tell you my favorite uh -oh. the home depot oh <gasps> yeah not lowe's well, putting lowe's low. on blast lowe's <laughs> these days i'll be honest what talk about a low of, uh, 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 but I'm continue. There we that. go. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> basically, any um, hardware store, you can go get like sample paints for like fifty cents, and they come in like I don't even know what the size is, but much bigger than you can get acrylics at any. Oh. It's like a life store. hack. That is like a life. What's well, true? It's they a life hack if you're an artist. But if you're me, I'll just use the cra the small 
a tin of paint until it runs out and then we'll just have so many swatches so many swatches welcome to swatch watch talk (laughs) i don't know i don't know (laughs) this is like 1970s like actual watches aren't they swatch watches they're from switzerland they're actually yeah i should know my future sister-in-law is swiss Swiss. actually swiss uh she has a passport and everything uh yeah don't tell anybody because of mccarthyism it's still alive and well just secretly moved underground (laughs) anyways back to our totally not communist capitalist plus always great american podcast we don't don't support lowe's or home depot because some of them are politically affiliated something 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 ace hardware for life oh <laughs> harbor freight for when for... you want something to work twice harbor freight <laughs> for harbor the weekend fr- harbor freight harbor freight ace for life <laughs> for the weekend harbor freight's more of a, a you need a to fling. get that tattoo on your body <laughs> ace for life harbor freight for the weekend harbor freight is like a party store you go to the it party really store is. you just buy a bunch of things you only want to use once that's yeah. that's oh wow yeah. Yeah. I think yep. I found their new slogan. Dang. It's like that one time. <laughs> I don't think they want to advertise that. <laughs> Harbor Freight. It's cheap because it's cheap. Uh, <laughs> you get what you pay for. Yeah, you get what you pay for. <laughs> We're going to get a season and desist for every time we say Harbor Freight. <laughs> right. Yeah, we'll be auctioning those off again for, for positive revenue. Uh, we already have collected several. Um, Burger so, King. Burger King. I mean, I'm just saying, flame broiled, more like stupid. Oh, oh, no, I know. Okay. I'm good at making We're fantasy send you stuff. A cease and desist letter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A cease and desist being the GM. I try oh. that every night. It doesn't oh. work. No, nope. you know oh. what you signed up for when you married him. <laughs> yeah, you were there. I don't know. I don't know. Here we find ourselves <laughs> once more in this underground uh, building. This building, it you weren't entirely sure of its purpose when you walked in. You saw the outside ad. Uh, you know, these hammers that were kind of carved into it. As you walked into the main vestibule, you walked through another door with a hammer on top. As you entered, you found that it was actually uh, a long-forgotten place of worship. There were several pews on either side, and at the very far end was an altar. You saw at the altar a desiccated corpse, kind of humbled in prayer by its side. As you approached, it stood up to attack you, and you managed to dispose of it in time as you uh as everything settles down little luna the bird kind of flaps her wings and falls down on a rather dusty and cobweb covered hammer of sorts and while everything settled down you're finally taking in your uh your surroundings a little more everyone roll me a perception check please that's a that's a solid 10 you're in a building i got you beat <laughs> with an 11 19 19 adjusted 20 adjusted 20 nice Lillian. 18 18 so Everybody, I mean, it makes a little sense. Barb and Errol were pretty wrapped up in the battle there. And so the others that were uh, kind of at the far end of it, now they're settled down. You see on the far wall something you didn't notice before. Again, you see this giant hammer of Torag. But there's these deep, really visceral claw marks that have tried to more or less rip it off the wall. You also notice the tapestries that once hung around this room are torn and sodden uh, in, in a very purposeful way. You also see various uh, markings, different kind of symbols, and words. Words like, we are forgotten, it is pointless, death awaits <laughs> us. Uh, Lillian, what you notice, though, most of all, is on the wall that is to the southern side, on the opposite side of that kind of large hammer that's been destroyed, 
you see that the blood has made a very large spiral kind of moving outwards. And though others may not notice, your hand kind of absentmindedly moves to your left shoulder blade to touch something that you know is there that you keep hidden. What is everyone going to do? I'll take a look at the writing on the wall just to see if I know anything about how it originated. Like, is there a specific height? Did dwarves write it? It seems is it that... In any it, sort of language? Uh, so as you kind of look at what it's done, it's definitely written and scrawled in blood, but it's very old. And the blood is partially also kind of scraped in with something, probably bone or fingernail, uh, that's left it behind. They're, you know, maybe a little bit shorter than you because you're very tall, but the words seem mismatched and random, just full of, like, hatred and forlorn feelings. Would I be able to take a look at the claw marks? And this might be a stretch, but with my uh, profession as a hunter? Um, so... If you want to, you can do that. You can also, uh, whilst you were looking around, you can look at the body. You see that the fingertips to the first knuckle uh, uh, has been completely scraped down as ew. if he was clawing at the walls ew. up until his eventual death. Okay, so, all right, it was, so it was whatever that was. Yeah. Okay. Yikes. Uh, Lillian's going to call Barb and Jester with, like, a head nod in her person. Hey. Oh, what's up? And then she's going to pull down her sleeve and oh. be like... Oh, Does this look cancerous? <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> it's bigger than an eraser. Well, I'm not a doctor, and she pulls out her melanoma pamphlet. Uh-oh, this is not looking good. She, lo- she lost all of her gear with that melanoma pamphlet in the fall. <laughs> the swirly ones are the worst. She keeps it close to her heart. <laughs> uh... She's going to gesture to the wall behind her and say, kind of, what the fuck? What do you make of that? How, how did you get that that marking? I thought it was always there. It's always been there as, as long as I've known. So, and Barb, as you, as you kind of look from her shoulder blade to the wall, you notice that it isn't a facsimile of it. It matches perfectly. Like... It is the number of spirals, the relative distance. Like, it looks very, very, very much the exact same symbol. So I'll, I'll kind of look at her to try to get her permission before calling everyone else over to look at her bare shoulder. She just takes her shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And now we have two shirtless members of the party. Oh, it's one yeah. of those podcasts. Huh? Yeah, no judgment. Equal treatment. All right. I mean, yeah, she's going to, like, pull her hood down a little lower, but then she's going to just kind of turn so that people can see. So, Barb and Lillian uh, beckon over the rest of the crew. What is your reactions? Is the symbol anything we might recognize from, I don't know, religious basis? Yeah, you like can that? roll me a knowledge religion, or you can roll me a knowledge local. I don't have... I got religion. That's fine. Yeesh. This is my no knowledge roll because I chose not to know anything. Alu got a 14. 14. 8. 8. 15. 15. Uh, so you're all not really quite sure what it is or what's happening. Uh, you notice that it's, it seems prescient. Like it's definitely odd. But what's really happening underneath, uh, you're unable to really identify. Hmm. I ask Lillian, uh, are, are you okay? This is 
This is kind of weird. Yeah, you don't feel anything like though you reached for it. It wasn't due to it being like glowing or burning or any kind of pain sensation. No Harry Potter esque type reaction. Yeah. yeah. Ow. Ow. <laughs> you, you weren't like seeing in through the eyes of a snake as it killed a man in a graveyard. Spoilers. Why would you do that? Dumbledore lives. <laughs> On in my heart. Um, but yeah, so nothing, nothing supernatural has happened. But you just thought that it looked very similar and then like with Barb giving you a little feedback realize it's identical near identical it's hmm. okay she's just gonna remain freaked out until everybody leaves <laughs> otherwise preoccupied just your face like that. <laughs> and just, like, we sedate screaming. you and drag you out of the room it's really awkward um <clears throat> Barb will kind of reluctantly go over to Luna in the corner and see what Luna is perched on you recognize it uh, right away as a war hammer um, it seems pretty dusty, but it that it's in pretty good condition. Hmm. Errol is going to detect magic on it. You do indeed detect magic. Ooh, Ooh there we go. This is what Daddy likes. <laughs> I believe only Lillian. <laughs> All right, has we leave the war spellcraft. Here. <laughs> yeah. uh, Lillian, do you want to roll spellcraft on that for me? Sure. Have you pulled your sleep back up? No. Nope. A natural twenty. Wow. She like, thinks better when she's less clothed. It's just a saying. plus five warhammer. <laughs> you said. <laughs> I did not say that. Uh, so it is a masterworks warhammer. All right. Nice. Oh, we're definitely gonna take that. Yeah. Errol's gonna walk over to it and grab it and kind of look it over. It's not something that he can personally use, but he's gonna take it right. and offer it up to the party for whoever else may want it. Um, I'm good. Anybody? Anybody? Warhammer? Poe, what are you up to right now? Poe's walking out of here, transforming into a human. He's (laughs) just casually, (laughs) casually walking and strutting. And uh, Lillian feels a a little less awkward (laughs) after that. (laughs) But he puts one foot right in front of the other. That nice walkway. Would you say catwalk? Catwalk. But he's a fox. (gasps) Foxy. Hey, Horgus, big boy. <laughs> they need you in there. Why do they need me in there? That's the wrong accent. <laughs> you want to try that but again, why? big boy? But why would they need me inside? I don't understand. Because they miss your beautiful face. And then I stroke it. And he goes, perhaps it's best if I do go inside. <laughs> and, he, and he awkwardly kind of picks up sticks and he heads he heads inside. What's sticks? <laughs> sticks underground? It's a saying. What's it's he going to do with sticks? Maybe start a fire. <laughs> uh, maybe he's just a stick enthusiast. I wonder if we can nice sticks, get uh, Aravash in there as well. So Barb is going to come out and gently lead his blind ass into the building. God. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> Holy, that he was did not loaded. choose that. He was blinded in a fall. She's doing it gently. It's, I, yeah. I said gently. Oh, oh, who, who, who is this? Who, who, who's, who's ushering me elsewhere? So we, we found something on the wall and she uh, pulls open the palm of his hand and she's going to draw on his hand mm. and say it. it it looks like this. And she's going to draw the spiral and ask him if he knows uh, anything about it. He immediately withdraws his hand from yours and like, kind of wipes it against his leg. Uh, My palms are sweaty. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm so nervous. And Mom's he's like, spaghetti. oh, I, I, know, I know no such things of, of 
whatever you drew, spirals or such. I don't know, a whirlpool. Who, sense motive. Like, yeah, can I roll a sense motive on that? Uh, only Barb can. Oh. She's the only one interacting with Can anybody with right assist now. me with like a shoulder rub or something? Yeah, you got this. <laughs> well, I'm sure Poe... I'm sure that, that's metagaming, Chris. I have no idea what's going on, but you got this. You got this. You got this. And I'm sure Poe would have helped you with that, that back rub. Unfortunately, he's outside. Gladly. Hey, yikes. That's an eight. Ah. That's an eight. That's an eight. Yeah, you're... You, like, obviously... It seems like something's amiss, but you can't quite finger on it. What about Horgus? Horgus was there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's fine. We'll just move on. Horgus is just a little spiral, whatever. Horgus <laughs> is just kind of like, well, I just, I just don't want my face being touched when I'm, I'm walking around. These are the dangerous times. Um, I heard that. That <laughs> stupid fox with his big ears, which he doesn't know because he didn't see, but maybe he always knew. So now Horgus is metagaming. <laughs> Horgus knowledge is all. Horgus is the beginning and end, the alpha and the omega. Um, all right. So, Bo, you're outside. Is there anything you want to do while you're out there? Hey, uh, so Anivia, I've been seeing you around lately. I delivered you a package, but. All I know is that your name's Anivia because it was on the package. What's up, girl? What do you do with life? <laughs> I deliver packages. <laughs> are you sure you, you, sure you de- that you deliver packages? Because I, I heard that you actually sell your body around town. Because I hear oftentimes <gasps> couriers and courtesans are, are often conflated. Ooh. For you, baby. Maybe. And but she's... no, most people, I just deliver packages. Wasn't that what he was hinting at when he said delivered package? He winked at her. Yeah. <laughs> and she just goes, ask, ask the wrong tree. <laughs> By all means. All trees are good trees, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this one's this one's not for you. She's like, oh, well, that's, you, yeah, that's fine. She's like, well, normally when I'm up top, I usually help my wife. She's part of the Eagle Watch. <gasps> the Eagle Watch. <laughs> that's the part of the sentence. Yeah, that's what you she really... took away from that. <laughs> <laughs> her name's Irabeth. She's She is the, the guard captain. For the Eagle Watch, I, I hope she is okay. I hope she is safe. No doubt, when things started happening, that she'd be on the front lines. I, I so desperately wish to be back with her again. So, if you were gonna spell your wife's name, just... <laughs> some would say that it's spelled I R A B E T H, but that's just me. I don't know. I don't want to be too specific. <laughs> oh, that breaks my heart. Don't worry, we'll get out of here together. And she. Kind of looks at you. It's like I, I am glad that that our past did cross. It's mm. it's nice to have someone to talk to down here because honestly, it's it's quite terrifying and dark. That's true. It's well, not so much here with this nice green light, though. It seems eerie to some. I'm quite partial to green. What? Just because it's a good color, or are you hinting at something? She kind of like wryly smiles and like looks oh. away. Your I love eyes. you. <laughs> <laughs> I think his eyes are yellow, actually. Oh. Um, oh. I don't know. Yeah, see, I did a lot of time memorizing Errol's colorblind. <laughs> no, wait. That's not canon. Take that away. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. Anyways, Errol, no back to you <laughs> looking at a tapestry, and you're like, is it red or it's is like, it green? Oh, is man. it red or All is it green? All these shades of brown are like, what the hell? <laughs> um, so what is... So Barb is tending to Aravashniol, Poe and Nevi are having this conversation. Uh, Lillian is silently screaming inside of herself at the moment. Uh, <laughs> a bit. Errol and Alu, what are you up to? So I'd also like to check the body of whatever we just slayed. All right, uh, go ahead and roll me another perception check, please. Ooh, natural 19, so that's a 21. So you find on that body, you find 
two potions uh, that you're not entirely sure of. All and right. on his left hand is a knotted gold ring. Ooh. Uh, could I do a quick detect evil on the, the ring or the potions? To anything? Yeah, there is no specific aura coming off the potions, but you do, as you like are detecting alignment around you, you realize that with this creature slain, it is... Uh, there's still this faint kind of evil aura that is surrounding you. Is there any sort of like direction that I can tell, or is it just like, I just know it's there? It seems to be enveloping you from all sides. It's faint. It doesn't seem to be coming from a single individual. Weird. Huh. I think with that, um, <clears throat> Errol was also looking over the Warhammer and kind of examining the kind of scratched up, destroyed symbol of Torag on the wall. Um, and... Um, I think in last last episode, uh, we had talked about there being just kind of like an evil aura in this room. So is there any way to kind of like restore it? I don't know. Um, Roll me a knowledge religion check, please. I you can do so as yeah, well. Yeah, I was going to okay. say. That is a 21. 21, Alu? 13. 13, yeah, so... Alu, you're you're still a little bit thrown. Perhaps you're concentrating on those potions you have in hand. But uh, Errol, you know that this place is desecrated. Uh, things are destroyed. The bonds of whoever it was supposed to be drawn down there, Torag and all them, uh, his presence has since left, and it has been replaced by whatever affliction was bothering this person in life. You know that if you spend the next eight hours or so cleaning, praying, uh, you might be able to pull the uh, eye of another deity there and hopefully consecrate it. Okay. Yeah, I think this being kind of a symbol of Torag and uh, a deity of dwarven people, he would like to do that and he's going to suggest that to the party. And uh, I think I'd like to spend some time restoring the the good to this temple. All right, so um, it's going to be a flat DC to try to consecrate. So... If everyone agrees to that eight hours, you can rest in this place. Um, and you can pray and clean. And then if you pass the DC, you and Alu can both try. As you both try to pull the different focuses of your deities there, if one of you succeeds, you will have consecrated the location. And what is the DC? Uh, I will tell you after you roll. <laughs> nice try. That, yeah. was, that, was, Ooh, that was pretty slick. So that was pretty <laughs> slick. You almost got So me. close. <clears throat> So right. the, no modifier or anything, it's just a straight roll. It's a it's a knowledge religion. Okay. Okay. Oh, it was on a nineteen. <laughs> it's always on something, Woody. A five. You know, when you roll it around, it's actually on a bunch of numbers at once as it rolls and cascades. Yeah, that's through how this, rolling works. It's amazing really. trays. Uh eighteen. Eighteen. And as you all spend some time going there, Paul. Errol feels this sudden presence that he has been missing since he has been underground, and he feels as though Saren Ray is with him. Yeah, he spends a lot of time clutching the, the symbol of Saren Ray that hangs around his neck, kind of tucked on the inside of his, his breastplate, but um, you know, kind of pulls it out and spends some time and you praying. And you feel the presence of the Dawnstar, and uh, you have consecrated this location once more. Uh, while this is happening, and I assume before you all go to sleep, is there anything else you'd like to do? I still have spell slots, so I would like to use those to heal up the injured party peoples. Okay. Um, party people. I think if I remember correctly, some people are only down like three or six. And how many spell slots do you have left? 
Uh, I use protection from evil, so I have oh, two left. That's right. Uh, so, Alu, you actually are I'm quite at in... one HP. Okay, yeah. so why don't we roll some uh, hit points for Kay. Alu. Um, in the meantime, Alu would also take over the, the two potions and the gold ring to, to Lillian. And, uh, please, tell me, Master of, who tells us what everything is? What are these? The conveyor belt of, <laughs> Master what of spellcraft. Is this? Yes, exactly. <laughs> no better job. Uh... Uh, that is in a jump. Yeah, so you know those are two potions of Cure Light Wounds, and the Golden Ring is not magical in any way. Uh, can I do an appraisal check on it? Yes, you can. 20. 20. Uh, that gold Ring is worth 125 gold pieces. Ooh. Sweet. Ooh. Throw it I'll away. Take that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, and then for the... Healing on Alu. Uh, so Errol is going to also use his blessing of powerful healer. Gives, uh, for those at home, it gives his 50%. healing. 50%. Yeah. yeah, an additional 50%. Big money. Boom. So that's a plus one, so seven, plus three, ten. Ten. How are you feeling, Alu? Way better. Way better. Yeah, way, way, way better. Way better. <laughs> way better. Does anybody else need any topping off before we roll for... You know, I'm Sleepy pretty die. sure I had damage, but there are downsides to using wet erase markers <laughs> on a laminated sheet. And uh, you know let what? me let me count the ways. <laughs> One, I accidentally <laughs> I erased think I it. Had, let's get let's go with like ten, and then everybody can listen to the previous episode. Right, and six points of healing for you. Uh, okay, just do like one more. Seven points of healing? <laughs> <laughs> so you're healed seven points. I don't know why people don't do that more often. Yeah, that was Honestly. so easy. <laughs> you just add. Yeah. Simple addition. That was on my spell slots. Ooh. Okay. So okay. what we'll do is we'll... Just we'll, go to sleep. We'll you're go fine. to sleep. Uh, sleep it off. Uh, yes, and so yes. the way that I do healing, I do it a little differently than other campaigns. Uh, the way that it works is that it requires you just to roll half your hit dice rounding up which i know is different than most pathfinder uh ways to go because you often round down and you do roll whatever those hit dice are and then add your con and that's what you heal overnight so barb what'd you get uh i healed four so let's did you roll a one i rolled a two when you said half my hit die no so so you have one hit dice because you're level one so you roll your hit dice i roll my hit die what's that number i got a two okay plus your half no. Plus my con. Yeah, so so that's five, because your con is plus three. Right. When he says I half you your said... hit dice, he means like at level two, you have two hit die, so, so you, you only roll, roll one. one hit oh. die. Yeah. Yes. Ah, that so, wet erase marker, it's getting me all over the place. <laughs> Everyone else, Poe, what'd you roll? Five. Five. Lillian? Just roll for fun. I did, I, oh, we're rolling for fun? Yeah. Well, because I think you have oh. like six hit points, so you'd know. So you're probably okay, though. No, I, I didn't get any damage. I didn't. Nice. <laughs> you're just sitting there. You're like, look at all these fools. I know. I was yeah, like, oh, yeah, damage. I'm good. I don't need to. Okay, this yeah. foolish ranged character running into melee like a fool. Oh, hey, what did it's you a learning get? experience. I'm new. <laughs> all types of characters uh, are welcome. So I rolled an eight with my con modifier. That's 10. And Ooh. yeah, that's. So definitely. you should be all shiny and new. Oh, so yeah. you awake the next day feeling refreshed. But on top of that, you actually all feel as though you've been imbued with the bless spell for the next 24 hours. So what that means is you gain a plus one morale bonus on attack rolls and on saving saving throws against fear effects. 
Hmm. Awesome. Sweet. Sweet. Wait, so now I don't long? have to prepare that for spell. 24 hours. Blessed for 24 hours. hours. Hashtag blessed. You feel you feel as though whilst you were sleeping in here. Oh my god. And good podcast, guys. I'm out of here. So so sorry. So sorry. Okay, I can edit around that. Um, But he's not going to. You don't know me. Uh, So yeah, you feel as though you've been imbued with these powers. You also felt like you were, you know, very much protected in this space whilst you whilst you slept. Praise Dorag. Is this where we should have our therapy sessions? Because it's a safe space. This is always where we should have. Alu leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Lillian, um, what do you got going on? I I feel like Lillian did not sleep super well. She's tossing and turning, trying to like calm herself, not knowing exactly what that mark meant and why it was so similar. Um, she spent a lot of time trying to relax and remember any time that she might have seen it. All right. Um. So. You can go ahead. Uh, what are the knowledges that you have? Uh, arcana, nature, and um, history. So I'm going to have you do two things for me. First, I want you to roll me a fortitude save. Eighteen. Uh, so you do manage, though you toss and turn, you do feel somewhat rested, and you do not succumb to the, the fatigue condition. Um, but now roll me a separate arcana check. Knowledge Arcana. Natural 20. hey So you spend all this time thinking and hoping and wishing, and you have this almost ethereal memory. It seems otherworldly, like you weren't there but watched it. You almost see yourself in it as though you were outside of your body whilst experiencing it. Your parents, not your foster parents, you remember them. You were young. You remember that they had clothing with this symbol on it, and it was on a tunic that they wore underneath their normal clothes. Hmm. And the words Rift Warden kind of rattle around in your head. You don't know what that word means, but you remember them saying it, and you assume that's what the symbol is associated with. Thank you. <laughs> I was really excited to give you the fatigue condition. It's, uh, it's not great. Yeah. yeah, nothing like a self-imposed condition. Yeah. yeah. Hey, well, I mean, like, nah, that makes I appreciate someone. <laughs> yeah. that she she gambles something to gain something. I will carry her. You can. You're quite strong. <laughs> you I can you all... carry her unburdened, though. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, I looked that up. By the way, uh, it's just you. that my movement speed doesn't go down. Yeah, your movement, but everything else you do gets affected well, my terribly. My armor check penalty is already shit. That's so it fair. Matter. All right. I like to imagine just this pile of objects on a dwarf, like in a cartoon, <laughs> and then a feather drops on him, and you then just, all of a sudden he's collapses. not encumbered, but everything else is just a shit show. <laughs> yes. That. Sounds about right. <laughs> um, all right, you all awaken, even Lillian, feeling quite refreshed and blessed. Um, where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Poe's going to go sit down by Barb for breakfast. Hey, girl. So why are you down here? Um, and then she blushes because she's not used to talking to uh, people that are shirtless. Or people that are... <laughs> or wearing dead snakes. Dead <laughs> snake sleeves. Just one sleeve, Just one girl. sleeve. The other sleeve, it's still very much intact. 
um, I think we all fell down the hole. <laughs> I don't, Why are you I here? Don't know if you, we fell down the hole. If you remember, <laughs> yesterday, I think it was yesterday. I was trying on cloaks. <laughs> Did you find any? Because that top is flattering. Oh, clearly she didn't. She's not wearing a cloak. Yeah. Your character would know that. Yeah. Damn. It's very tone deaf. It's fine. <laughs> My <Right>. character? <laughs> <laughs> no, your character's on point. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's all I have to say. And then I'm just going to blush and eat my ration, whatever that is. Errol sees everybody kind of riling awake and calls out, oh, oh, we got toasted bagels over here with cream cheese. <laughs> uh, so you become a bagel. A fruit snack. platter. I'm so and, glad that they uh, yeah, Coffee. Those, those 10 rations you found were <laughs> amazing. That guy that I, no, died I thought this down here? Temple of Torag had continental breakfast. I saw that on the menu. Well, no, they said they had breakfast, but actually it's just like toast in a toaster and like some cream oh. cheese. Like, you know how they get you from the holiday? It's not end? hot Shit. breakfast. It's continental. Those things are, are different. different. Google it. Like small it's cereal important. bowls that like you feel guilty if you eat more than one of them. But actually that one cereal bowl is enough to fill you with that. Pop tarts you can eat once every day. But they have like minutes. really like they have little Pop-Tarts. etchings of uh, the hammer of Torag. That's that's how they got. Can we you... can we get a quick Pop Tart vote? Uh, brown sugar, everybody, hands up. Yeah, brown sugar. I'll do yeah. That that's okay. Okay, we s'mores. I'm a s'mores. I'm a, I'm a classic strawberry. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Frosted. 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 frosted, frosted, absolutely yes. frosted. Now okay. it wasn't before, but now it is GM versus the players. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like the frosted ones? What? They're all frosted. He likes no, 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 like Pop Tarts. No. Pop torts. I like s'mores pop torts. <laughs> Brought to you by Pop Torts. We're tort. definitely not Pop Tarts. No, Don't you, sue you us. Can get the unfrosted one where it's just like the strudel top with no like extra sugar on top. I tried to eat a toaster strudel a couple times as a kid, but I always burn my mouth. And yep. that is not yes. that is not the reason yes. to dislike something, but that is exactly why well, I dislike it. You're a child. You respond to very few stimuli. Child, One of them is heat. Seventeen year old <laughs> high school student who is Whatever. pretty tired and groggy. When you throw a little plastic thing full of like creamy clear white liquid into the microwave and hit like five is minutes. it clear or is it yeah. white pick a lane paul you clear white both. opaque opaque okay. there you go halfway Ugh. in between all right let's so, just hang say on. Po- po- many egos <laughs> and let's move on perfect poe oh. and barb are having this this amazing conversation Cinnamon. Cinnamon where barb deep where barb is feeling <laughs> rather flustered uh poe what do you say to that response <laughs> <laughs> He's always, he's, 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 he's always he's shrugged. He's He's always good to start a convo. <laughs> so he doesn't want to finish them. <laughs> hey, Horgus. <laughs> and Horgus, like he's he's sitting as here. far away from you as possible, and he just like hangs his head. It's like, yes. I need your help. What is it that you need? Your help. With what kind, sir? Talking. You're so good at it. Aww. Aww. that's sweet. And he goes. Has anyone else wondered what may lie beyond these walls, these <laughs> constricting walls that keep us so close together? I'm an indoor cat, so I'm totally fine with this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we should probably get out of here because we only have so many rations and you don't want to see me when I'm hungry. You wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. Oh. Don't worry, I have Snickers. You're good. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. People, people get grumpy <laughs> when they're hungry. I don't understand. Yeah. Well, let's move on. Do you want to check out any other part of this place before you leave? I mean, we'll do, well, we checked this room and it's all kind of torn to crap and yep. we kind of restored some holiness, I suppose, to it. Yep, yep. And we checked the body of the the guy that we struck down. Um, there was the little fountain with uh, holy water, so I think we should 
we have any empty vials. I, I believe you one. already forced uh, Lillian oh, to yeah. empty her, yeah. her <laughs> bioluminescent fungi. Her we did, mushrooms. but now that the place is blessed, does that make a difference? No. It's a double blessed holy water, <laughs> which is... 48 hours, I believe. It even burns holy people. You can <laughs> baptize one baby for the price of two. Just <laughs> two babies. Like one Boom. elsewhere in the one world is the like forgiven of its sins. <laughs> just randomly, it's like, this baby seems like it just got baptized. For can... every pair of shoes you buy. Yeah, one baby blessed for free. Can, can Luna use it as a bird bath? Absolutely, she can. That would be adorable. Sierra, make some bird sounds with your mouth. <laughs> that's the sound of feathers being cleaned with water. Yeah. Well done. Tweet, tweet, and that's tweet, Sierra with tweet. sound effects. Chirp, chirp, chirp. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> can, you, can you do a creaky door as we exit the establishment? No, no, no. It's Sierra with sound effects because yeah. of the alliteration. That's a good sound effect. That's go. a good sound I effect, Woody. Nice. Well nice done. Here. I mean, that's what you get. <laughs> See, you have... did that with her mouth. This is yeah. wild. When you have, <laughs> you have that. Escape should hire her. They yeah. should... <laughs> I don't know if they're hiring. They already have pr- a, a lot of really primo content. They already hired, uh, what was that, Carl Winslow? No, what's the dude from uh, Police Academy? Yeah, Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow. Yeah. Yeah. Boop, bing, boop. yeah. I can't do it. He's Carl Winslow. I don't think. Uh, I think that's a guy from Family Matters, Carl Winslow. What's oh, the, what's the right. police that academy? Is. I don't know. You look it up. What is everyone doing? Do you want to explore <laughs> leaving, this space? Leaving the building. No, no, no. I want to go deep Exit into this. Exit the establishment. All right. So you walk, you go ahead and you, you leave. Um, you leave the kind of bioluminescent fungi behind you uh, as you continue to walk through. It, it takes you some time. You walk for about 25 or 30 minutes. You know that Anivia being uh you know hobbled is taking her a little more time but you go about 2000 feet or so and finally you come to this really big cavern as you walk into the cavern you see that on all sides the walls have been carved to these really well detailed beautiful statues of various individuals with armor and they have swords and shields and arrows but you also notice that they have wounds, their heads covered in this gauze, kind of also been immaculately carved into the stone, and they have these looks of defeat upon them. It is a strange thing to kind of, you know, immortalize, but you find it surrounding you. I was gonna walk up to one of them and look at the gauze and see if it's clean gauze or dirty gauze. <laughs> it is gauze that has been carved out of rock, so dirt. That doesn't answer the question. He's going to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> you touch it. It is, uh, it's rock. It's not plaster. It's not plaster. Mm. His favorite. Can he, we is, tell... he is a rock connoisseur, so he would know immediately. Oh, yeah. you, immediately. You're you fairly certain that it's sedimentary, like though you wish it was igneous because igneous, <sighs> let's yes. all be honest, is pretty great. It's definitely sedimentary. And definitely because those are the only two of the three that I remember. Yeah, right. Why are there two Metamor- Nope. Because Barb double? Yeah, Barb dragged her, her thing down. Um, no. Can we tell if this relates to the Crusades at all? Uh, you can try. Uh, the double you can roll barbs? Me a, you can, <laughs> the double barbs. You can only acknowledge history. Oh, yeah. Can somebody uh, come come look at this and roll a knowledge history? <laughs> come quick. Someone who knows something. <laughs> it looks like a battle from some time recently. I just look I, at I'm going to come look. Yeah, I don't Thank have. You. I Thank don't you, have Lillian. History. I Same. have local and religion. Don't worry, don't worry. Lillian does. She knows. Ooh, all. she better. 
She's our spellcraft and knowledge history bot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-three. Oh, that's good, man. Right. You you recognize so as you're going through Lillian, you you kind of join and you see Poe kind of like running his hands across the stone and Barb kind of standing in awe. This chamber is huge. It has a 70-foot-high ceiling, and it's domed with all these stalactites above. As you go through, you realize that these individuals are clothed in a very different way. Uh, The armor seems outdated. The swords seem to be in a fashion from long ago. And as you think about it, you are pretty sure that these are people that fought in the First Crusade. And you remember at the same time that the First Crusade went terribly. Like, they basically were just fighting to, to stop the world wound from obtaining a foothold, and they failed. And that's probably why they look so defeated. Hmm. Yeah, didn't the First Crusade, they captured Dresden? I mean, they could have, but your character doesn't know that. Only Lillian No, not again. Anyways, Lillian was like, they definitely <laughs> captured Dresden. They definitely, in the First <laughs> like, Crusade, captured Dresden. 100%. But yeah, so you, you see that, and you see it kind of all over this room. It's, you know, very apparent. Okay. So she's going to turn to Barb and she's going to feel <laughs> the statues and she's going to... Feel up the statues. Yeah. I'm going to blush po again. looks on in excitement. <laughs> I have the blush condition. I think Poe just joins in. He's like, yeah. oh, is this what we're doing now? On <laughs> board. He he's assisting me. He's already been feeling the pecs of every single warrior. Hey, all pecs of every single warrior. I think Poe's equal, equal opportunist yeah. when it comes to this kind oh, of thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man, these pecs are made of stone. <laughs> you must work out. How much do you bench? <laughs> so, sorry, Lillian, you're running your hands up and down these stones. She feels threatened by Poe's knowledge and says, and they happen to be images from the First Crusade. And she trails off and, like, looks off in the dis- middle distance, and everyone's just kind of watching her do this. Was it, yeah. Wasn't the First Crusade a while ago? That, that means someone has been down here for... A long time. Mm. Yeah, you would assume so. Cool. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's great that role play. Good episode, everybody. No. Fade out music. Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. I don't really ended like, on a cliffhanger there. Errol, You're welcome. <laughs> Errol, uh, seeing the the statues or sculptures kind of carved into it, and then hearing a little bit of the history lesson from Lillian, uh, he starts to. To reminisce a little bit uh, and starts to think about his ancestry and where his family came from and um, his his family has been around for many generations and they created armor for a lot of the people who voyaged to the first crusade so he's kind of like stopped and like thinking and in a in a place of nostalgia right now so as you, Errol, approach these stones, you... No, wait. <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you notice one of them on their shield has a seeming symbol that is like a, almost a, a half-remembered symbol of the light shields, and the person holding it is a dwarf. So you do recognize yourself a little, at the very least, yeah. in these images. Yeah, maybe he sees that like specific symbol, like partial symbol on a very specific yeah. sculpture. 
All right. So uh, what is everyone else up to? Uh, rolling for initiative. <laughs> Nothing's happened. <laughs> so <laughs> you post talking to the blind guy, Aravash. Aravash Neal, yeah. <laughs> the blind. Or Aravash, as uh, Lillian has named him. Mm-hmm. Aravash. Hey. So I don't know if you know this or not, but. You look a little blind, and <laughs> and you you look, and so the healing in the day is past. Like the wounds have healed over, but it's obvious that he still has these pretty deep, like gouges out of his eyes. Oh, I'm a, a a little concerned. I would hate it if your head got infected. Your head? Yeah, that would <laughs> suck. <laughs> so I got I got this band aid for you. <laughs> Take off my knot snakeskin sleeve <laughs> give it to him uh, this is for your eyeballs he he, he may holds, they rest in peace <laughs> he, he holds it in, in his hands and he, he he weighs it for a second and he takes it behind his head and he wraps it around his eyes well it's what what i i don't i don't know what to say i thank you is in the first moment of kindness i have felt in, in, since we have, since we have fallen, go ahead and roll me a, a knowledge diplomacy. Sorry, not a knowledge. Roll me a diplomacy <laughs> check with a plus five there. Uh, Eighteen. Eighteen. And 19. Yeah, uh, and just like that, with that bit of kindness, you feel like you finally won Aravashnial onto your side. Oh. He leans in for a kiss. <laughs> but he kisses the wall because he can't see. I'll get him oh. And he accepts it because he's, Aww. you know, he's just, he, he's been, I like, you know that he's been putting on this kind of display, this mm-hmm. kind of almost uh, machismo to make him seem as though he's the one that's most qualified to be down there. It's like the, the first, like, real kind of moment from Arabash Nail. So, yeah. what, why didn't you hand him the snake's sleeve? Because uh, it's cool. Yeah. Was it, like, a fashion choice? You had two For sleeves him? and you chose to give him the... Yeah, less exciting. Or rubbing one. dead snake scales in your recent eye wounds is probably yeah. not the best. Yeah. It's not stretchy. It's got to stretch over his big dome. <laughs> the roll of knowledge, roll of knowledge dome. Yeah, knowledge dome. <laughs> you know that this dome you're standing in is seventy feet, and that our Avashnil has a he big ass dome. He used his hands to dome. measure the circumference of his head, and Travis's we know hands. the size of Travis's hands because mm-hmm. we use them for an just earlier his discussion. fingers. <laughs> Hashtag, go back to the Instagram. You already saw the fingers. Get ready for the hands. Lillian, what are you up to? Um, quick question: Did Lillian, perchance, see the interaction between Barb and Aravash? Yeah, you you would have probably been like standing kind of off in the corner, like hesitant to have been a part of it in case like something more like aggressive came of it. Because if some if he had reacted really viscerally to it, you wouldn't have wanted to have been you wouldn't have wanted to have been attributed to that. So, but you watched it happen from a bit of a distance. Okay, um, that is a bit of knowledge she will put in her back pocket, and she'll continue examining um, and just keeping an eye open for any imagery that she thinks would be significant. Awesome, Alu, what are you up to? Uh, I'm also kind of looking at all the carvings and seeing if there's any sort of iconography that I can discern of or 
I don't know, any other person who would be of importance to me that I could recognize out of any of those statues. You don't see anyone that, that seems uh, particularly famous, anyone that seems to stand out. You do see a slew of various religious iconography that is there, various deities present, Desna, Serenray, Iomade, like these, these good deities that are often attributed to sending forces towards the crusade. Nothing in particular seems to jump out, um... But that's as you're kind of scanning. That's that's kind of what you see. Okay. And Barb is gonna see that we've kind of gathered some information from this room, but also that our rations are gonna start dwindling. So yeah. she's gonna say, "I I think we should keep moving." So you move away. You entered from the west into this large domed room. You do see to the southeast there is uh, an exit, or at least another entrance into a different space. Uh, seeing that there's a an entrance into another space. I'll draw my fire giant's great sword just as we enter in, just in case. Just in case. All right, so as you move across the room, um, you see above these two kind of stalactites start wiggling and shaking, and they detach and they descend uh, upon you. Uh, Everybody go ahead and roll for an uh, initiative. Why don't we ever look up? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> the ceilings are like 70 feet tall, if I were to guess. It's very well, tall. dark vision only goes up to 60 feet, so <gasps> just saying. Uh, that doesn't sound like spooky. me. <laughs> you piece of shit. Don't blame me. What'd you roll? <laughs> I see you shaking your head. What'd you do? We don't want to talk about it. What'd you do? It's really good. He rolled really good. I do good. Practice roll. Mulligan. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take a mulligan this session. We get one of those each time, right? House rule? Yeah. Uh, no. Oh, shit. For saying that, actually, give that yourself a minus five to your no. initiative. The dice of fate. <laughs> oh. The dice of fate. <laughs> nope. Okay. Sorry. Then stop trying. All right. So let's go ahead. Errol, what did you roll? I rolled a 14. 14. Um, Barb got a nine. I'm just going to throw it out there real quick. Everyone forget about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Lillian, what did you roll? Lillian also got a nine. And then Pope. Sixteen. Alu. I win eight. Eight. That's not a win. That is not a win. You thought we were golfing because we said (laughs) Mulligan. (laughs) (laughs) I was so confused. All right, so you see these two giant bat-like creatures descend um, right onto you, and they do get a surprise round just because you didn't really kind of check around the room to see what was going on. They move in rather quickly and close the gap. Um, both of them getting on either side of bar. No! And they descend at an angle to prevent that attack of opportunity yeah. from arrow. Uh, and they come up. So the first one, this one that's going to be uh, on your bottom right, we'll call him uh, Bat Guy. We have a uh, roll 20 faux pas. Lillian didn't put in her initiative. <gasps> oh, oh, you're right. What row? How dare you? So now your initiative's zero. No. That's what you get. No. <laughs> no, wait. Computers. They don't have computers in the cave. They don't. You're right. Um, so, this fir- so this first one's going to go ahead. And as it as it kind of moves in towards you, it's using this kind of funnel-like back end, and it turns it around, <laughs> and it almost like distends to three to four times its size as though it might have the chance to completely envelop you. Oh, good God. What? 
in a 22. What? Wait, uh, what? Huh, that's gonna something? <laughs> hit it's gonna is the hit? word you're looking for. Well, is it gonna hit? So first- Is it a tangle foot bag? It does uh, eight points of damage. Hey, yikes. Good thing I'm healed to full wow. HP, probably. And then it immediately goes to grapple you. Uh, that is a six against your CMD. Oh, that hits. <gasps> no. What? No, no, no my no, CMD no, is no. 17. So no. So no. So it, so it goes, so though what it- What was managed, the damage? Sorry. It was my eight. Um, and so though it grabs you, it goes, so it basically slams its head into you trying to throw you off of your game. And it tries to envelop you with this like funnel like, uh, end of itself. And it doesn't manage to get all the way around you. It is Anivia's turn. So Anivia is going to do her best to stay kind of in the background to watch and wait. Cause she's injured. <laughs> she doesn't have that many arrows and she's a little bit afraid. And don't shoot me. Of, uh, what might happen if, uh, they descend upon her. The next one uh, also moves to attack you. Come on. Um, it rolls a seven. Does a seven hit? Nope. Awesome. Poe, it is your turn. Poe is going to move. Poe's got to do math. <laughs> Break up that 20. calculator. <laughs> There's a measurement tool on roll twenty if you want to use that. Does it include? It's a great time to discuss. The it, does it tool include the 20. sneaking around the guy? It does not. But exactly. It, so I gotta be were. clever there. There you go. There you go. Um, now we get into the questions about mechanics. So you're not flanking because Barb is still flat-footed. Jesus. Barb. And so, because oh. she's so she's not threatening. Okay, but that's also not the question. But that's very good to know. It's important to know because you're because <laughs> you would be flanking otherwise, know. and yeah. knowing that that was my intent. But it takes a move action to draw or sheath a weapon, unless you have the two of him fighting, in which case you can draw two. Can you also have to have a BAB of plus one to to draw whilst you while moving. while moving? Yeah. And so, can I use? You have a standard action. And of, can I use a standard action as a move action to draw stuff? Yes, you can. So a standard Perfect. action has a lot more play than a move action does. Yeah, because you can double move if you need to. So that's what I thought. Okay, and draw my stuff. Yeah, you draw that stuff. All right, John. Errol, uh, it is your turn. You are flanking Poe with that giant bat thing. So go ahead and roll for attack. Okay, I'll swing at Poe. Perfect. <laughs> now I'm gonna move around to the side. So. Five, ten, fifteen. I don't have enough movement to get into this spot to flank with Poe because they moved too far forward. Uh, so I'm actually just going to move down here and attack this southernmost. Uh, can I roll? Is there a knowledge I can roll? I probably don't have it. Um, there is. You can roll a knowledge in nature, which I don't I think you have. Don't. Okay. Uh, then he's just gonna take a swing at that southernmost. Actually, it's knowledge arcana. My my apologies, but but I don't think you have that either. Ooh, nope. interesting. <clears throat> are we gonna try to ride the bat? What? <laughs> they are. They are medium size. They're small size creatures. So. I have handle animal. Just you wait. <laughs> That's not what handle animal means. <laughs> Too bad. We, we spent four hours going over this. <laughs> All right. You petting our cat is not handling that animal. <laughs> if I whisper it to the cat, it is. <laughs> All right. I'm swinging at this 
southernmost bat. Ten is a miss. So you you go to swing. You come up the other side. You swing your dwarven axe at it, and it misses it. Uh, so it is going to be Aravashnial's turn. He's going to wait for Horgus to move him if Horgus decides to do so. Lillian, it is your turn. Well, we have a matched initiative, so who's got the bigger initiative modifier? Oh, yeah. Who has the bigger initiative? What's your... I got plus three. She's got two. Two. All right. So, Barbie, you are up first. Let me go ahead and move so you. sorry. But I'm also getting attacked by bats from all angles. So, um, if they're flanking me, is it a disadvantage? No. No. Okay. It's but just an advantage I'm for flanking them. now that I'm not flat-footed because Poe's on the other side. Correct. Yes, you are. Yep. Indeed. All right. Since I already had my great Nine. sword out. So, you could say we are in the bat cave. Oh. Oh. Bring it Alfred? on DC. They're not bats. No, um, who gonna do? <laughs> well, I don't know. I didn't have knowledge of nature. They look like bats to me. It's knowledge or math, math, math. I'm I don't doing have math. knowledge or canna. They look like bats to me. All right, I'm done with math. <laughs> okay, yeah. what's your math? <clears throat> Seventeen. Seventeen is a hit. <gasps> Sweet. See, I was Yay. just buying time for Barb to do her math. It was great. Yeah, that's just crystal. Let's be honest. All right, more math if you want to come up with a side discussion. More math. <laughs> Anyways, you guys ever do some meth? It's pretty sweet. Plus three, gonna... plus Whoa, six on a calculator. Right. I did quick maths. Uh, <laughs> quick, quick 16. Maths. 16. To point. the northern bat. To the northernmost bat. And as you swing your sword, you manage to cut him from from mouth to funnel because you're not entirely sure what those parts are. I feel like are. I'm always you cutting just, through things vertically. Yeah, bisecting everything. I, I mean, you don't have to. I can, I can make that not happen. No, then, I think okay. I should do that. And as the two halves of the bat fall apart, I see Poe on the other side, and then I blush again. Free <laughs> action to blush. Or you, or you do that thing where like things get cut in half, and like you put it together, and you're like, it's okay, and you're trying to like put it back. It's like, it's fine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't tell mom. Don't tell mom. Uh, Lillian, it is your turn. Uh, Lillian gets the impression that it might behoove her to check these things out consult her knowledge arcana if you will go ahead and roll that knowledge arcana 18 18 you know these are dark mantles oh boy <laughs> what does that mean what yeah. that? <laughs> so there, I can give you uh, they are small magical beasts I can give you uh, one piece of useful knowledge I will take one piece of useful knowledge. All right. Um, so I will give you that they have a fly speed. Uh, that's not so much useful, so I'll just give you that. But you do know that because of that kind of funnel-like end that they can distend to any size, if they manage to hit anybody, they get a free chance to grab and then constrict them. So they do immediate additional damage that they get to do every round whenever they manage to stay within grappled with, with, with grappled with somebody. So yeah. you, you kind of want to keep your distance from them. All right. With that knowledge, she's going to yell, "Beware the dark mantles and move away." <laughs> that does us nothing. <laughs> Double move action. Get the hell out of there. <laughs> no, <laughs> she still wants a standard action. Um, she's gonna go ahead and inflict some light wounds. You have to do that by touching them. So running oh, away does okay, not work. You're right. You're right. So instead, she's going to <laughs> fire. Here I come. And she's like, so you're going to yeah. out. It's like, wait for this, motherfucker. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Are you firing the crossbow? I'm firing the crossbow. It's not loaded yet. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm loading my crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> well, so if you don't move, your move action is loading the crossbow. And then your standard, standard action is shooting. Is shooting. So. She's definitely moving. <laughs> well, you can also you can also five foot step and then use a move equivalent action. Just let her play your character no, anyway. No, no, no. But that's good for future knowledge. Yes. I think she'll so. be prepared for the next section of the she'll game. Be, she'll be super She's good. so it's prepared. Double, double loaded. <laughs> I take two move actions to double load it. What does the funnel do? I have hang knowledge. On. Then, hang on, let me do the, the, the GM thing to make this a lot easier. Do you relay all the knowledge you just learned to the party? <laughs> How useful. Um, yes. Uh, well, Perfect. so beware the dark I was hoping she'd say no. <laughs> it's like, no, what? They will grab you and destroy you. That's all I say. Perfect. Good God. I mean, that conveys I mean, the general idea. Barb has the shaken yeah. condition. I'll give that to myself. No, why? <laughs> I also give myself the sickened, blinded, and broken condition. I give myself only for the permanent death condition. Uh, Alu, it is your turn. All right, so I'm still in the northeastern section of the cave, kind of the opening to it. So I'm going to move 10 feet down it. Uh, so I'm perfectly due east of the last mantle. You're due west of it. Due west. You're we're west and west. Oh no. You're just oh no. Just saying. It's been a long day. You're good. Uh, and then I'm going to um, yeah take a shot at it with my longbow. And also you know shout out to everyone. I really hope everyone remembers that they are blessed for 24 hours. (laughs) (laughs) Natural 20. Oh. All right, go ahead and roll Roll to to confirm. confirm. No dice jail for Woody yet. Not yet. Why would you say that out loud? Uh, I'm so sorry. Wait, hang on. Which word? Here we go. 17. That is a confirm. Yes. Critical. Yes. Hey, yo. Uh, Paul, go ahead and read those crit cards. Piercing weapon? Yep. All right, from the uh, Paizo critical hit deck, you have the surprise opening, double damage, and one free attack against the target with a minus five penalty. Whoa. What? Go so, so roll double damage, okay. and then roll another attack if it's still alive. <laughs> uh, 13 damage. 13 damage, okay. Still alive? It's still alive. All right. All right, roll another attack. It's not minus great. five penalty. The mu- oh yeah, then eleven. Eleven. So you you manage to like off kilter it and you you slam it and it's not doing super great and so you reach back in your quiver and you take another shot and it manages to go over the top of it. Damn. Um. All right. It is Horgus's turn. Horgus is going to move up just next to Aravashniol because they're all in the western cavern, kind of huddled there. He isn't going to go much further though because it seems like you all have this under control. While that happens. This uh, dark mantle, uh, the one that's left over, it's going to go ahead and it's going to kind of start moving away from y'all. And it's going to go this way. Where's that? Which way? So it's gone easterly and it's moved its full complement of movement. Do we get attacks of opportunity because it left melee range? Uh, You do. Both of you do. I'm going to take a swing at him as he tries to move away. So, yeah. Arrow whispers. Ooh, that is a 21 hit. That's a hit. Do it. Do it. Nine points of damage. That'll do. And you strike it out of the air right as it tries to leave. (laughs) Yeah. And it falls to the ground. And you are out of combat. Once again, we just come in on these creatures' homes, and I was trying to escape. Nah, man, we're trying to move through. (laughs) Just you guys are you guys are horrible murderers. Oh. Oh, me! I just finished loading my crossbow. (laughs) 
Oh boy. Well, I think Lillian is most easterly, and she is incredibly prepared for battle if she would like to lead the charge. Okay, she's just gonna peek into the next room. All right, so as you peek into the next room, you see the smoldering remains of a fire. Um, The fire has burnt down, but the embers are still hot, letting off a light glow. You see a well-used, but barely, I want to say, I don't know, broken down uh, bedroll that's in there. And you see that this room, as opposed to the last one, is covered in carvings and like these hieroglyphics these words uh, kind of all over the place. Just going to detect magic? So as you detect magic, you actually detect no magic in that room. Oh, okay. There's no magic in here. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to She's going to uh, move forward as sneakily as she can. Okay, roll me a stealth check, please. Oh. Stay in the sneaking box. Beep, 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 beep. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you move along, and as you do so, like, you definitely knock some stuff over. Your footfall isn't as, as light as it should be as you enter the room. I'll head in behind her, and it's not even worth me trying to do a stealth check, so do it. I'll do just it. stay close do it. to her. I blame Barb. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Pushing you forward. <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. Yeah, I probably tripped into her. Paul's gonna holler back. Hey, you guys, come on. Let's go to the three that aren't controlled by us players. <laughs> they will continue onwards. Um, and I think Lou will kind of bring up the rest of the group and also detect evil in the general vicinity. Oh uh, yeah, you don't detect any evil. Can I roll a perception check? Because you said the embers are still kind of burning. So just perception. Uh, is it perception or survival it'll if be, I want to see whatever was in there is still there? It'll, it'll be a survival. Okay, survival check. 18. 18, uh, so you know that what was ever was just in there has uh, left the vicinity. And they huh. did so like pretty hastily. You see as you like kind of check out the, the charred remains of the fire that half of it's completely extinguished, which leads you to believe that someone threw water on it. Obviously not putting out the entirety of the fire. fire so you have these, these hotter <laughs> parts and these cooler parts. When you said- they panicked Pete and then ran out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nervous Pete. Um, so when you said... It looks like someone left hastily. Does that mean that there's, I don't know, you know, footprints leading out? Go ahead and roll me a survival check. All right. Twelve. Twelve. I mean, it's tough to know because now that you all have entered the room, uh, the various footsteps that you've gone across have kind of covered up the space. Thanks, Barb. Yeah. What? I mean, a bunch of you entered the room, so Lillian's in there. (laughs) Poe's kicking up dirt. (laughs) Poe's just in there. (laughs) Kicking dirt. (laughs) Well, since they're gone, we may as well see if there's anything of theirs that we could use or take to to probably bring back to them. Sure. Yeah, we're just going to hold it for them. (laughs) Yeah, we're holding it for them. Yeah. Hey, Aravashneal. We have symbols in here. You want to come tell us what they are? Come put your hands on them and stuff. I can show you where. So, <laughs> Orgus, Orgus hands over care of Aravashniel to you, and he, he follows you around the room, one hand on your shoulder, the other kind of running his fingertips along the walls. Um, as you yourselves enter the room, you see that that doesn't make any sense. It's someone that is, you know, dulling out equations that. I don't know, would make sense perhaps in their mind's eye, but but to you, there's just symbols and random numbers and letters. 
you you see a lot of words you see two to one uh a lot so you see that kind of scrolled everywhere you also see uh fixed kind of scrawled over the place whilst barb was checking out the fire you notice there is a smattering of bones that are by the fireplace but also kind of just around the general vicinity even a loo uh, though you had a little bit of tough time discerning stuff, you notice that there's different bones, big bones, small bones, of various types. Hmm. Uh, Is there any way to kind of look and see like what the bones, yeah. like what creatures those bones belong to? I yeah. think Lillian would be interested in that. I think yeah, you can. So as so you go ahead and roll me a knowledge nature on what, what you think's happened. Okay. Yeah. I don't have uh, nature, but I do have survival. That survival that... wouldn't help you, no. Okay. What about profession hunter? Uh, profession hunter would help, yeah. Okay. That's correct. Yeah. Um, 16. 16. So, uh, Alu, you notice that these bones, they're, they seem to be from various animals, but you, you know that the bones are fairly humanoid. Mm. Uh, and what's more disturbing is that they seem to range in age. Lillian, what you notice above all else is that amongst the humanoid bones is that there's various seeming parts of animals carapace of crabs but crabs far too large you see you know spiders insects that are far too huge for what you might otherwise expect to be in there um it's tough to tell because as you scan it doesn't seem like there's one full body that's left there and you see the same thing you see big you see small um arrangements of both i'm gonna uh who's there let's see barb and earl are there so I'm just going to hold up one of the small bones and say... No, I recognize that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Whoops. Errol. I know that bone. Errol, as she pulls your attention, you turn around, and as you turn around, this bright spray of color <laughs> hits Uh-oh. you and Barb no. right oh. in the face. I need you both to roll me a uh, will save, please. Oh, no. Oh, is this shit. what I think Boy. it is? Color spray. Oh no. Fourteen? Fourteen. Barb, you feel okay. How are you feeling? Woo. Twelve. Twelve. It's like right on that fucking cusp. And you are Ugh. knocked unconscious. <laughs> oh no. You are unconscious. You are blind for the next four rounds. What? Everybody what? roll for initiative, please. Oh. As what happens is as this happens, you see this dwarf appear, this kind of light emanating from him as you see the the fungus from before intermingled with his clothing and with his hair, and he just mumbles, they've come for me, but they're not going to stop me. That's not how I do. Uh, yeah. Barb got a 20. Hey. All right, Barb got a 20. Poe, what'd you get? Seven. Seven. Lillian. 22. Hello. 24. 24. And then Errol. Uh, good old unconscious 12. <laughs> it's almost like you were knocked unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have seen that coming? All right, so all that happens. Alu, uh, this dwarf appears out of nowhere, uh, striking down one of your friends. Um, go ahead, and what are you going to do? Um, so I see that So I'm kind of between Errol and whoever this is. So you said Errol was knocked down so basically you watch this this like sudden burst of color 
emanate in this 15-foot cone, mm-hmm. and it envelops Barb in Errol. When it subsides, Errol is on the ground, motionless. Okay. Barb's kind of up. She's, like, wiping it away from her eyes, unaffected. But Errol is unconscious, like, and this dwarf is looming over him. Okay. Um, so, since he's on the ground, could I technically shoot through his face without... Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, I'd like to just quickly detect evil just to see if I can... If there's anything coming off of the he person. he is evil. Um, whenever whatever you did earlier, he must have entered the room whilst you were fighting those dark mandals and has been tracking you huh. uh, from a distance ever since, waiting for you to let your guard down. Okay, so I'm going to then enact smite evil oh. onto him. So. Uh, Pretty much, I'm able to what get a plus four to all my attacks against him for I think it's six until times. he's dead or until you sleep. Yeah, pretty sure that's the that's uh, the the two ranges of it. Smite evil. All right, so then I'm gonna draw my longbow and take a shot at him. Natural sixteen, so I think that's math, math, math. Thirty. Thirty. Whoa. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't think that's I, I, uh, Oh, no, 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 no. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Long day. Long day. <laughs> so, math, the math, 70, math. The math. 75. I have a calculator if you want it. It doesn't it's have a 70. Uh, it's a, it's 28. 28. 3.14. 28. That hits. Yeah. I, I, what did you roll? What was your initial Six, roll? 16. Yeah, that just hits. You're good. Okay. Let's, let's, let's stop with the, <laughs> the gallivanting. Uh, so that's five points of damage plus two from Smite Evil. All right, so seven points of damage. Yeah. So uh, he appears, and like you manage to react quickly, and you sink uh, an arrow right into his shoulder. Um, it is now Aravash Nial's turn. Aravash Nial uh, sits in the background, and he just turns to Poe, and he goes, What's happening? We're about to get fucked. <laughs> and you will, Sit down. And you will tell him when it is your turn. Barb, it is your turn. <laughs> It's Lillian's turn, Move. actually. Yeah, so sorry. It is Ooh, Lillian's turn. Sorry, My apologies. Lillian. She's all locked and loaded. Um, <laughs> oh, she's Lillian's loaded? Everybody get Woo. down. What? 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 Um, she is going to uh, see if she can see where the source of the powder came from. Um, and if she can see anything, she's going to um, hold uh, her shot until. Yeah, he appeared when he cast oh, that I'm spell. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. So you can see him. Oh, and he's behind Arrow. He yeah. is. Yeah, okay. so Errol is on the ground, okay. and you see this lore, this dwarf just like a lo- okay. looming above. so she's just going to... Um, I'm go good. You guys got this. And... Usually, if someone is invisible, they become seen if they attack you. Depends on if they have greater invisibility or lesser invisibility. Well, we're level one characters, so I'm just going to guess. That doesn't mean he's level one. Damn. Yeah, we're fighting a guy that can cast greater invisibility. 19 is a hit. Yeah. Woo. Doesn't matter. He's going to be dead. Murder. Seven. <laughs> Seven <laughs> points of damage. So, like, Alu sinks this arrow into one shoulder. You sink a bolt into the other, and he still stands proud. Hey. <clears throat> All right. Barb, it is your turn. Barb is going to, because um, she, she has been in many battles, so she is going to swing wide and come out tw- from the top to make it advantageous for other people to flank, if they so choose. Technically, I'd be flanking with Errol, but he's passed out on the ground. Yeah, so you wouldn't be flanking with him because so he's passed out. not flanking, but... No, I'm threatening always. I'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> always a scary pile of yeah. unconscious dwarf. Oh, yeah. 
I'll make it easier just in case someone <laughs> else wants to come in since I'm huge and I can like step over. I pass the fire. down just like face first into the dirt with my butt <laughs> up in the air. And I'm like, like, when he wakes up in four <laughs> rounds, it's gonna be so valuable for me. And then I uh, pull out my great sword as I do that. And I roll oh, a no. natural one. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Go ahead and uh, roll. It's fine. It's fine. Roll to confirm, please. <sighs> Don't forget the bless. Don't forget hey, the bless. Don't forget f- the bless. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a six. That's oh, a- <laughs> my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> the first no is words. the fumble table. Can you do me a quick favor? Can you roll me a d10? No. Yeah, please do. Uh... It's the ten-sided <laughs> die. <laughs> <laughs> Quick maths with dice. Yep. Here we go. Here we go. Nailed it. <laughs> it's tough because whenever we do it, it's like a hundred. It's out of a hundred. Anyways, it's fine. I rolled a three on the d10. Um, you leave yourself wide open. Roll me a d4, please. Oh boy. Those ones are easier to find. <laughs> <laughs> the little pyramids. It's a three. Is that for three rounds of For the something? next three rounds, you have a minus two to your AC. Perfect. You, you swing wide and you overcommit. And right as you overcommit, oh. this dwarf raises his hand. He grabs the sword in yours. And he goes, no one's going to stop me. No one at all. No. Don't you fucking say it. Natural 20. Oh. <laughs> no! Dice of fate? <laughs> let's see, let's can we ro- use the dice of fate roll. against you? I'm gonna ro- yes, you can. Let me roll to confirm first. Let's see what happens. Hey, no. Confirms. Oh. I, I, I shouldn't say that. Plus four. That's a 15 against your touch AC. Yeah, yeah that's going to hit. Is he a demon <laughs> per chance? Or he considered? Uh, He's he... just a dwarf that is glowing green is he, because of the fungus. Is he using a fire spell on me by <laughs> As the electricity arcs from his fingers uh, into your sword, uh, quote, I would quote. say no. It feels like fire, but it's electricity. It, it burns oh. like fire, but it feels like electricity. Uh, Go ahead and uh, hand me that dice of fate, please. So, for those who don't know at home, the dice of fate works very simply. After they have learned the results of a single roll, they can either use it to re-roll that I have rolled or use it to re-roll what they have rolled, depending on how important it is. They have decided to use it, I assume, on the natural 20 roll, because that's yes. no fun. Yes. No, re-roll that confirm. Wait, let's go back and re-roll my nat one. I'm going to have Paul hold my Dang. tray. I'm going to roll this how live on the table. as possible. I think that looks like a... Uh, yeah, it looks like a four. Looks like a natural four. Does a natural eight hit you at all? No. Yes. So he misses the entire time. Get out of so here. as Miss. he oh, comes, and for whatever reason, this bright glow emanates from you blinding him. It ripples throughout time and it stays his hand, though his hands still jump with electricity. You stand unopposed. But still open for attacks for the next two yeah. rounds. Oh, still though. <laughs> but well, your AC is because of your critical yeah. fail. That is fair. Anivia is going to go ahead. She's going to move Ooh. 5, <laughs> 10, 15. I want to say she has a clear shot. She's going to she's going to raise her her bow. After watching what happened with Barb, she's going to go ahead and she's just going to shoot away. It's a 14. She hits. Ooh. So, Atta she girl. shoots and this this uh, arrow flies through the air past the loose shoulder over Earl and she does 5 points of additional damage. 
All right. Is it dead? No. It is not dead. He's Ugh. still kicking. Hargus's turn. Horgus does not move. Errol, go ahead and knock one of those. I'm single. going to use a free action to snore loudly. <laughs> so he's going <laughs> to... And then he's going to delay. <laughs> okay, so you have no, not no, lost no. a round of unconsciousness because no, you're no, delaying. No, no, Poe, it is your turn. He said it. <laughs> I'm gone for like six rounds. It doesn't matter. Four rounds. <laughs> Get him, Poe. We're about to get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> Sit down and get fucked. And then he'll walk up 5, 10, 15, 20, block Lillian's way, and then pull his swords again. Ine. And it is a lose turn. Um, So I'm going to take another shot with my longbow and not add 20 or whatever I did last time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just do it anyway. Yeah, maybe 23. We'll 23 is a hit. Oh. Sounds like you added 20, Woody. <laughs> Something like that. Ooh, seven points of damage. So how does this happen, Woody? How does this dwarf go down? Ooh. Well, like like what happened, I got color sprayed. That's how the dwarf went down. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. Anyways, Woody, back to you. <laughs> my turn. Oh, turn. my God. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm just going to pull the bow back and... Uh, Pretty much hone in, hone in on the evil. Say, from back whence you came. Just rip a shot right through what I'm just going to say is probably his right eye socket. Uh, it's clean yeah. through. He He's like, his attention was paid to Barb, and he hears you say, from back whence you came. He turns over his right shoulder, and as he does so, your arrow finds its home in his socket, and he falls to the ground, and you find yourselves victorious once more with a very sleepy dwarf. Thanks, Errol. <laughs> yeah, Wait, which this. one's sleeping? Are they both sleeping? Well, different sleeping. Different sleeping. Yeah. Different, <laughs> different sleeping. Both, both snoozles, do, though. Do, 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 do. <laughs> let's, let's just wait it out. <laughs> all right, so you all wait, I would say, 18 seconds. Roughly. And then Errol wakes up. And I he, mean, I did delay, so and he 24 <laughs> seconds at most. And then he realizes he's blind for one round. Ah! Oh, and stunned. And then you realize, what is it like? <laughs> oh, now you know. Oh. Well, because you're blinded. Yeah. Since I'm... And then I get my sight back within six seconds. I'm like, oh, this is way better. And you're still stunned oh. for one round. There's a lot of layers to this spell. And then I vomit <laughs> onto the dirt so, floor. Barb, it's going to check the dead body for things. <laughs> Barb, you managed to gain your composure for whatever reason. Like, as you struck out against him and the art of electricity from his fingers really threw you through a loop, uh, you kind of bring yourself back to reality and, and you check what he has on his person. You realize that he seems to have a potion, oh, one scroll, as well as a, uh, a cloak and uh, a light crossbow, a dagger, 10 crossbow bolt- bolts and a quiver. Oh, hey, we could use this. Eight platinum pieces Ooh. and seven gold pieces. Eight platinum. We're rich. Um, I'm going to gesture <laughs> over towards Lillian uh, for, because I know she's got that sweet, sweet, what, bandolier with potion slots? Diagnosing abilities. That's what, what? I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. There's a scroll. She opens her cloak. 
Whoa. Oh, very suggestive. Here we go. One one vial of holy water, three candles, <laughs> and then a bunch of broken glass, yeah. still kind of intermingled with her clothing, and a naked woman. <laughs> oh, I forgot. That's all she has is a cloak. That's it. Um, and the bandolier. And the bandolier. And the bandolier. Yeah. And and Barb sees everything and is gonna kind of like gesture towards everyone to come, and then she is so excited and she picks up the cloak because she was shopping for a cloak before, and when she puts this one on. It's like a Cinderella story. Is it? And it fits, and the shoe fits just right. <laughs> I feel like that's my call. Is it? So you're marrying the dead is guy it? in this scenario? And I'm it's confused. like a Cinderella story, <gasps> and it fits, uh, and it fits you just right. She's gonna twirl the stout a shoulders of the dwarf having matched <laughs> your very own. It's going to stab like you... my belly button. That's fine. Alter top. Yeah. Alter cape. Alter cape, <laughs> yeah. It's like you have a mini cape it on. It rests just above her butt. Uh, butt Lillian, shelf. what would you like to do? Uh, she's gonna look at the potions give them a good hard look all right go ahead and give me a spellcraft more than 18 yeah okay that's good uh you got me with that one uh you find that they are uh potions of cure light wounds one potion of cure light wounds and you see the scroll as a scroll of resist energy whoa uh whilst you're doing that you also Okay, uh, and then you also kind of vaguely sense uh, a magical aura coming off that fancy new cloak Barb just got. <gasps> okay, she's going to go ahead and and just, like, touch it. and uh... I'll, just, I'll just have you roll over that spellcraft anyways because you okay. were probably concentrating on it. It's going to be a cloak of resistance <gasps> plus one. Ooh. What? That All is right. a fun cloak the cloak. of resistance. Just roll for that. I want that. Oh, thank you. I, I'm just saying... Uh, does anyone want that cloak? I know it fits Barb perfectly, but it's important uh, that everyone has a fair shot. We do good old-fashioned roll-offs. Anyone? Cloak of Resistance? I definitely one. do. Yeah? Uh, Barb is like a little sad, and then she see the arrow, sees the arrow looks. <laughs> Errol's like slowly coming yeah. to Maybe. He's like He looks over. He's like gets to his hands and knees, looks over to the wall and sees just like a perfect outline of a silhouette and just like colorful spray. Errol does that thing where like he like measures it with his hands and like puts yeah. it up to you and like puts it up to him and it's like, like, oh, perfect. <laughs> and it's like very, being very obvious. He sees that I'm like trying to make it a Cinderella thing, but it's really not. It's I just fun. imagine when this dwarf jumped out as like that scene in Zoolander where he's Surprise! in the coal mines and he's covered in like soot. And he's what the hell's wrong Surprise! with you, boy? He's <laughs> Color sprays uh, all over the wall. All right, anyone else? Uh, Errol and Sheesh. the two frontliners getting after it. Okay, psyched to be shirtless. <laughs> He's like, I don't need anything getting in the way of these smooth, <laughs> amazing <laughs> shoulder blades, sharp yeah. as ever. It'll it'll absorb all the baby <laughs> oil on his back. <laughs> you can't glisten. It's like and from for, all angles. For no specific reason. Barbara's just gonna really sadly remove the cloak oh, from herself already and place it, it on. equally between her oh, and Errol which as is in they the do some sort of they have some sort of conversation. Not a roll off because that's too much. Congratu- congratulations, they, you they made me feel bad. Side. I'm gonna give you a I'm gonna give you a story bump plus one oh. <laughs> for guilt. For guilt. For guilt. Yes. For guilt. Let's go ahead. You both both roll uh, d20s. All right. Yeesh. Oop. I'm going to roll that one again into the tray. All right. That's a 13. A 13. Not good. Not great. Paul, go ahead and roll. Oh, 12. Oh! 
Oh. Right. That plus one, though. Yeah. Ooh, that's spicy story. Well, uh, congratulations. I guess God. sleeping with the DM has its benefits. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. wow. That's where this is going from? An yeah, ill-fitting cloak. Thank goodness for that. <laughs> Every girl's dream. Yeah. Oh, and man. she's going to sigh in relief, and she's going to say, it's not my size. And then she's going to put it on anyways. <laughs> what uh, else do you all want to do in this room? He does have some some various items scattered around. Uh, you do see a satchel next to the bedroll. Yeah, I think as Errol's yeah. coming too, he's, I mean, he's kind of down in that area anyway. <laughs> and down in the dumps. <laughs> he doesn't have a sweet, sweet cloak. Yeah, you yeah. uh, know, down morally and physically. <laughs> so he's going <laughs> to... Wow. Crawl like a sad, sad dwarf Sheesh. over to the bedroll. Taking it really hard. Yeah, <laughs> he's not doing well. <laughs> uh, no, so he's gonna yeah take a take a look as he wipes the color out of his eyes and kind of gets his sight back. So he's you, you find a, a you find a couple things here. Uh, you find a small marble statue. It's chipped, but it is seemingly made of a single piece of marble. It, it is of a woman holding a throwing spear. And then you also find a tome of sorts and six days worth of rations. It's various Ooh, kinds of dried oh. meats, preserved fruits, and some moldy cheese. Ooh, a My charcuterie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> some nuts and some olives yeah, the, as well. You also see a fig spread. Everyone loves figs. Ooh. Yeah. Out of season, but you got them now. Wow, that's wild. There's no season in dungeon season. Oh, that's fair. That's, that's very fair. All right. Uh, yeah, so he's going to take a look at this uh, small s- marble statue. Uh, z- detect magic over it and see if there's anything magical. No No magic. You can go me in a praise check. Yeah, if, if other people I'll, are watching, you can also roll in a yeah, praise check. And, and I'm, I'm not trying to hide any of this. So like, if people see me yeah, he's not thumbing through. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just a 20. Just a 20? Yeah, he's Anyone got else? it. Alu's got it. All right, he's it's a... Seventy-five gold pieces. What you? If it was Ew. in better condition, you'd imagine you get a little bit more. But it does seem like there's some decent work in the raw materials and the marble itself. At least lend it uh, to costing a little bit. Should okay. we give it to Poe because he likes touching rocks? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> doesn't have his backpack or a shirt anyway, so it's yeah. fine. And his <laughs> pants are tight. It would look weird. It'd be a weird bulge where there shouldn't be a bulge. <laughs> Wasn't there a dagger in there before? <laughs> they were short swords and short swords. <laughs> Those yeah. were short swords. Uh, what else would you like to do? Yeah, so he's going to... Uh, so he picks up this statue and Palu uh, quickly recognizes its worth. Um, and then, yeah, he's gonna he's, he's gonna see the rations and divvy them out to the rest of the group as well. All right, and then we have a uh, this tome. Anyone care to look at the tome? I care to look at the tome. So while um, Errol's picking up the statue, he throws it over his shoulder, it, <laughs> smashes on the Books. ground. It means nothing to him. <laughs> Books. Uh, uh, you you pick up this tome, and the there's various arcanic writing inside that you recognize that it is in fact. A spell book. As you flip through, you see that it has a couple spells. uh, Detect secret doors, fog cloud, grease, invisibility, resist energy, shocking grasp, and silent image. Uh, Go ahead and roll in a praise check on that as well for me, Lillian. A natural one. Oh, oh. like it's million. a book of spells. She throws it into the embers of the fire. <laughs> this is useless. <laughs> Anyone else want to roll on a praise check on that book? Uh, I got a praise. Sure. Do it. Thirteen. 
19 no 19 19 barb you you would assume it's probably worth like 160 gold pieces lillian though most of the spells don't really apply to you you do know that detect secret doors and fog cloud could possibly apply to you cool sick so you find yourself in this room uh and you Uh. see that you entered from the west and there is another passage it says before that leads to the east Haravashnia, we are done getting fucked, and I think that it is time for you to hang out with Horgus and Anivia, because I should keep my swords out and stop drawing them all the time. And he, like, kind of sadly shuffles away, because he felt like... And, like, as you brush his shoulder blade, he, like, curls back. He's like... (laughs) That was so sweet. So did we determine that there is really nothing to be made of the scrawling on the cave walls? Yeah, I mean, as you like look up and down, it seems as though uh, they were the scrawlings of a madman. Uh, he obviously was doing some pretty dark stuff. Uh, you're not entirely sure what, but it's... Eating children, per se? I mean, maybe. <laughs> um, but he, whatever he was doing in here, obviously, and, and Alu, like, sensed he was some sort of dark evil. None of it was good. Mm. I, I'll no look one's like, at oh boy! Lillian and Poe, and I'll, I'll gesture towards the next opening and say, I think we should keep going Let's deeper. make like a tree and get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Poe's classic, classic phrase. He feels so strong now that he has his short swords oh out. Is that a Boondock Saints reference? Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's good. So as you uh, as you approach, um, you come upon this uh, steep kind of inclined tunnel. Uh, there are boards that are affixed to the side to give you a little more purchase on either side. You see that there is rope strung between pitons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, P- what? Pitons? P- P- pitons? 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 How do you Pit- say this word? <laughs> pitons? That would be pitone. Okay, oh, thank no. you. Oh, right, Agent of Chaos. <laughs> is it Pittens? I think it's Pittens, yeah. Is it Pittens? Nice. Oh, I just get thrown off because when we were in St. Lucia no. for my wedding. How do you piton. say it? Hang on. It's Piton. It's Piton. Is it Piton? Yeah, the beer is called Piton. It is Piton? Well, that, it is Piton. The beer in St. Lucia in the Caribbean. Yeah. But but that was like way more French. So it's too. not it was like Piton. Okay. okay well, you can call it Piton. You can call it whatever you want. That's fine. It's true. Okay. Everyone, you make words up. It's a fantasy word. Caramel? <laughs> you see that <laughs> these, these aren't just your normal petons. <laughs> Damn it. Triggered. <laughs> they, are, they, are, they are metal spikes that you drive into rock, but they're also carved like dragons, so they're definitely oh. pitons. Yep, fantasy world. Fantasy Different world. lore. Wow. Uh, this, this cave lined with various climbing equipment is <laughs> 60 or so feet tall. Why you gotta be like this, Travis? <laughs> <laughs> this is Woody, not me. <laughs> Your laughs hurt my feelings. Um... I was yeah, just so excited see... about all the nuts. <laughs> Who I wasn't? wanted to put my nuts in the crack. Uh, and now there's climbing equipment. So I can put my nuts in the crack. Uh, it's a climbing It's term. a climbing joke, yeah. I see. Yeah. I thought he had like a bunch of almonds that he fell down with. <laughs> <I> smoked <laughs> them. Much like a squirrel, Travis has those <laughs> capabilities. Storing just, nuts like, in. Storing everyone's almonds. climbing and he's just like <laughs> slamming walnuts into this crack to like really. I hear you can use it to help with damage wood furniture. So he's like, this crack shouldn't be here. So like, he's like, that it ramen. Yeah, if it exists ramen in this fantasy world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All so, right, so pitons. So, anyways, whilst uh, whilst Poe is correcting this 
rather unseemly crack. Uh, what is everyone else doing? Wait, what? What about the? There, there's just climbing gear in the wall, but yeah. we're gonna keep so, walking, so right? Yeah, let's walk. It, no, so it's a, it's a chamber. It's a tunnel that goes about sixty feet straight up. There is this. Uh, there's wood uh, affixed like a ladder, and then there is rope, and pitons. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is painful. Uh, <laughs> that are that are fixed to help you kind of steady yourself as you as you climb up. Um. Well, Barb is a pretty avid climber. And she's been around a piton or two. I mean, <laughs> thank you. So, uh, I mean, she's you... gonna like crack her knuckles and look around at anyone to see if they want to go first, but probably communicate to them through the cracking of knuckles that she's got like a plus eight climb or something. Damn. You just hear like this just soft, like, like as she cracks, just, like plus eight. <laughs> just floats through the cavern. Yeah, it's like whenever whenever Poe sneaks, it's like plus nine. <laughs> it's like that's gonna give his position away. Oh man! Mm. Oh, oh, cracking of knuckles. <laughs> Ooh, that one good. knuckle at Thank a time. Thank you, Sierra, with the oh, sound that's effects. <laughs> Again, that's Sierra for sirens. And it's not Carl you. Winslow; it's Michael Winslow. Ah, uh, there we go. Uh, Whatever. Go. Nailed it. To, that's Family Matters. That's, no, that's wrong. Um. <laughs> yeah. So she's gonna <laughs> climb. All right. All right. Yeah, so you climb fairly easily. Oh. And, and just, <laughs> <laughs> she's like getting ready to roll like it's a craft stable. It is, it is right. like I said, a ladder-like structure, but I appreciate it. I mean, as long as you don't roll. Well, I mean, even a natural. I like that like, bar. Maybe she gets like a little flustered if she yeah. steps into it. She's like, I got to make this happen. And she's like shaky as she goes up and like makes her way to the top. And everyone yeah. else is like, what? It's a warm-up. All right. I understand. Errol's going to come right up after her. What right. if I climb the crack next to it that the pitons are in? Just shoving your fists <laughs> and turning. <laughs> Nothing like making things shoving way more his difficult almonds than they need into. to be. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, I'm trying to put walnuts. almonds in walnuts. I thought we were going to spend like a solid 20 minutes on this, but all right, let's just all I mean, you said the there ladder. were like boards nailed <laughs> to fair. it, and like, it's pretty. Okay. So you all managed to make your way up. You enter this giant <laughs> chamber. Uh, it's even larger than the one that you just came from. You notice that on either side, there are these kind of large towers uh, that once stood. However, Whatever happened above seemed to have made them collapse. Uh, they are in shambles. You see an archway that has also fallen, and you see these two figures feverishly digging through the rubble. You hear, though you are far away, them trying to communicate through the stone underneath. So I imagine we're going to start approaching. Um, and then is it kind of obvious as we're approaching slowly that they're... I mean, are they trying to, like... Fit? dig someone out of the rubble or it, i mean it's not like a malicious whatever they're doing they're trying to like it seems like something. they're just yeah digging and okay. like as you approach you just hear like hold on we got you and like uh you you also hear this kind of garish undertone whilst one seems to be speaking language another seems to be doing something else okay. with this sort of way. um so lou's gonna call out saying is does someone need help what what are you doing as you say that one of the creatures stands up. You see half its face is humanoid. The other half has this like bug-like eye, much like that of a fly. The other arm that's on that side of its body is this giant crab-like pincer, and its mouth, more mandible than actual mouth, it starts frothing, Ugh. and its mandibles start clicking, and you hear this un otherworldly screech as it raises its claw above its head, and it charges Ugh. straight for you. 
and we'll find out what happens oh, next oh, time. Oh, oh no! Oh, the Bar Crusade. It's time yeah. for a beer break. <laughs> Oh man, you're gonna get murdered by those like half something or others. Yeah. Well, I know, but I have so many questions. <laughs> and it's one question is, it, is murder. Is it angrily Answer? frothing or is it really excited that it's a shark? It's like it's a He's like, Four Corners Games Podcast is property of Four Corners Games Inc. For more information about Four Corners Games, please visit fourcornersgames.com with the number four. Music and sound on this episode by Sirenscape, because epic games need epic sound. This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc., which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Inc., for more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. <laughs>